Education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime Forrest Gump. And uh, I'm a tiny ball enthusiast, Paul Gonzalez. Ooh. Woo! Wow. Love those small things. (laughs) (laughs) So tiny. Just those small friends. Fit them all in your hand. Throw them wherever you want. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just getting flashbacks to going to a dentist and then getting a bouncy ball afterwards after like a teeth cleaning. And then going into a small bathroom at my parents' house where it had no windows, so it was just like very enclosed, and I would just turn the lights off and just rocket that bouncy ball around the room and just get pelted by. Couldn't tell you why. Couldn't <laughs> tell you why uh, I did it. I, well, oh, okay. All right, That's, then no follow-up questions in yeah. that case. <laughs> wait, though, wait. There was a place uh, in in where I used to live. Um, it was called Scooter's Jungle, and it was like a grown-up like what? play place thing. Oh. And they had this room where you would go in. It was just like a concrete block in the middle of like the bigger play area where you would just go in and throw hundreds of bouncy balls against the wall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and when oh, I was God. in high school, I went to a party there and these guys took their shirts off and went in there. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Sounds like a PvP enabled zone. <laughs> <laughs> just absolute chaos. Continuous chip damage as the balls just ricochet off. <laughs> you have to sign a waiver just to look at the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games till someone loses an eye. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, why are we talking about small balls? <clears throat> well, well. Uh, today we are watching <laughs> Paul's very favorite anime, and also an anime that I love now, mm-hmm. Ping Pong the Animation. Ooh. Yay. Ooh. It's been a long time coming. It sure has. <laughs> it's been on our like recommendation column for a while, and we're we're sitting at Paul's desk, and we have some ping pong art right now. <laughs> All hail! All hail! So I take it you enjoy it. I love ping pong. I I watched it. I think in twenty fourteen. I know I graduated around that time. Okay. I I remember yep. I watched half of it, and then I invited all my friends. To my friend's house, uh, and then we all watched it together. And I've watched it like twice a year since. Twice a year, something wow. like that. I recently watched it again. Yeah, that's with me. Yeah. Oh, and before that too. <laughs> oh yeah. He has the Blu-ray. Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray. It's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> a worthy investment for that amount of use. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's dedication. Yeah, and so I just watched it all recently for the first time after him not pestering me about it, but being like, you should watch Ping Pong, because I was nervous. I was so nervous I wouldn't like it. So I I did, and uh, it was good. It's very good, and I hope you guys like it. I'm very nervous. (laughs) I mean, you can continue speaking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's not like do rah-rah or anything, right? Like, it's fine. You'll like it. I mean, pinkies <laughs> crossed. <laughs> we follow 17 different ping pong balls, all their lives converging together in one spot. 
Yeah, that's why it's called ping pong. It goes back and forth <laughs> between storylines so quickly you cannot follow. It's so hard to understand. Have either of you heard of this? Dugan? Uh, only from you and Paul. <laughs> it's pretty obscure. It's not very popular, I guess I should say. It's not obscure. No. Uh, well, oh no. I haven't heard I much. Go- oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I got overshadowed because it came out literally the same season as Haikyuu. Mm, ah. So, like, uh, it got it got overshadowed by pretty boys doing sports. <laughs> I, uh, as someone who watched and read all of Haikyuu, I, I get it, but also yeah. <laughs> Haikyuu. <laughs> I like Haikyuu, too. <laughs> yeah, we got one. are very pretty. That, that's on that list. We're going to, that's going to be a special one we got to tackle. We got a plan <laughs> with that one. <laughs> Guys, get to meet my boy Tanaka. <gasps> anyway, um, yeah, I've heard of Haikyuu. Or Haikyuu. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just those volleyball boys. Uh, I've heard of ping pong. Mini Haikyuu is Mini ha- uh, what this show is called, right? <laughs> Table volleyball. Uh, I've I've oh, remember seeing bits of ping pong and like all the art being advertised and like video clips of it because the animation is just very unique, especially for anime. Um, so I remember seeing clips of it when it came out, but I didn't. I don't. I remember hearing much about people talking about it, not like Haikyuu or Demon Slayer or some big anime that like everyone's talking about it. But I do know like the a lot of the artists I follow on Twitter were very much like, "Yo, this show slaps." Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I, to, I think I wanted to hold off watching it till the podcast because I'll probably Honestly, that's I'll probably like burn so... through it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so like flattering to me. <laughs> you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna wait." It's just like, I, I just, from what I saw with just like the stills and like some of the videos, I'm just like, the animation alone has my interest. Like, I'm going to watch mm. this eventually. And then I saw it on your list. I was like, all right, I'll hold off until we cover it. Yeah, like so. it's definitely not pretty. Like, it's not Haikyuu. Like, I feel like even if it didn't come out the same season as Haikyuu, I feel like people would still look at it and be like, mm. Yeah, it's there's a reason like a lot of anime kind of looks similar because it works and like people yeah. know like people are used to this. But if the st- animation style is like challenging, that's uh, good to sway a lot of people before they even give it a shot. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. Me too. But yeah, so uh, we're gonna dive into episodes two, three, and four. Yes, sir. Stop the presses! Whoa, whoa. I have a pressing news uh, news alert. I oh, I just received a letter uh, from uh, Brendan McCullough in what? the mail. What? What? Uh, what? Oh, did you? Huh? Truly on the break. Sam just poked uh, <laughs> uh, their head in and handed me a letter. I I'm gonna absolutely open forgot it about live this. on the show. I super Stop. forgot about this. What? I mailed it like Where? two days ago and I already forgot. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna uh, you and me. It doesn't warrant this. Together. I'm so nervous. It does not warrant this at all. <laughs> it's a nude. Uh, it it's a it is nude. a meme, a precious meme sent to me. Oh my god! Uh, it is. It says, "I'm Harry Champ, and I'm a man destined to be king." Yep, he used. <laughs> The great U.S. Postal Service to send me a Zoids meme. Holy shit. 
I'm so I, glad this has to stay. This is a uh, documented. Oh my god! Support your local postal office. Yes, yeah. uh, wow. uh, listener, can... please uh, mail in everyone. I'm going to give you Brendan's address. <laughs> no, 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 this no, no. letter. Oh, uh, dude, can turn it over. Uh, uh, uh you got Zoids. You got Zoids. <laughs> 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 oh, right, I'm so yes. glad we were all here for this. <laughs> Truly beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I. So uh, uh, yeah, we have a we have a fun show today. But I needed to share this because I I knew it was coming. You son of a bitch. I love it. I'm I'm glad. Uh, I got a lot of time to kill in this quarantine, guys. I'm bored. <laughs> if anything should interrupt this episode, I'm glad it was that. <laughs> Now I'm disrupted uh, yeah. in different mediums. <laughs> so, ping pong. Ping pong, yes. yes. What'd you think? Well, we have to talk about it. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, full disclosure, uh, we did, well, at least I did watch the first episode, uh, just for full context, yes. uh, at Dana's uh, request. Yes. Mm-hmm. We went above and beyond for ping pong. I Oh, I'm so glad you did. Because I was just so concerned. I was like, well, if they like it, I don't want them to have to go back and watch episode one. And also, there's only 11 episodes, so it does provide important context. But, like, episodes two, three, and four are, like, more. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. it's not, like, a super complicated show, but I would have been confused by some of the characters' dynamics without episode one. Right. Um, That's why with One Piece, I recommended you guys go back and watch all 834 episodes. <laughs> and I'm still working on it. <laughs> Getting there. Uh-huh. All right. Episode Shall two? we discuss? Let's. Eight. All right. So just to quickly recap episode one, um, our main characters, well, the main two really are um, Smile and Peko. Um, they are on a ping pong team at a high school together. Their first years, they hear about another high school inviting a... A popular, popular, successful Chinese player onto their team named uh, Wenge Kong. Um, so they go there to see him, and they don't see him in the practice room. They start playing together, and then uh, Wenge hears them playing, and he's like, "Oh, one of those people is super talented, and he's letting the other person win." Hmm. Uh, so he goes down there, uh, and he wants to play against Smile. Uh, but Smile does not want to, and he uh, beats Pekko really bad, because Pekko will play against anybody <laughs> to show off. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we leave. He beats Pekko really bad. And Pekko cries. And Pekko cries. Pekko cries when he loses. Yeah, it's a bad habit. Talk yeah. shit, get hit. <laughs> yeah, and Pekko, Pekko is a very talented player, but he doesn't go to practice. Hmm. So that's, like, his thing. I will say um, in episode one, when Wenge is listening, and he's like, I can tell that one player's going easy on the other player just by the noises of their paddles and their shoes. I'm just like, all right, this is silly, but I'll, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go on board with this. I'll take it. This episode one, I'll, I'll see where it goes. But like that, <laughs> just that moment where both people are listening to it and can understand what's happening just by the sounds, I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> um... So in the beginning of episode two, uh, we see Pekko and he's sitting at their like childhood dojo where they learned to play ping pong. 
Um, and he has ping pong balls on his eyes and he's just like laying back and he's like, I wish I was never born. <laughs> <laughs> I because, lost one game. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I'm washed up. He's a very dramatic kid. Um, and the owner of the dojo, they just call her old lady. Uh, she's like, go home. You're like bringing down the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Kill my buzz here. Um, and Peko is not only upset that he lost, but he's like rethinking it and he can't think of Wenge's weaknesses he didn't see any um and then we see the team at the school wenge is uh joining and they're like chatting up a storm while they're watching him practice and um he speaks chinese uh in case anybody was wondering (laughs) everybody else speaks japanese wenge and his coach speak chinese um so no one can understand him and he can't understand anybody um and so they're talking and he gets really upset and is essentially tells them to shut up uh, but his coach is always, who translates for him, is always much kinder than Wenge actually is. Um, and he's like, I want to play against that kid with the glasses, the chopper with the glasses. And then the coach tells them that. And they're like, oh, yeah, come over here, dude. And then it's just some <laughs> little plump kid. <laughs> Definitely not smile. That's not the Ida um, we know and love. Oh, no. I would say that this transcends the Ida trope <laughs> a little. If he has glasses, I'm calling him Ida. That's oh. that's as basic as that <laughs> trope gets. Okay. Are we all Ida? That's the only requirement. Yes, we, we're all Ida. The Ida, the Ida was the friends we made along the way. Well. <laughs> Welcome to the Ida-verse. <laughs> um... So uh, we see Smile sitting in a locker, and it's like a, it's like a, a mind thing, a mind metaphor. <laughs> His mind palace is a locker. <laughs> yes, essentially, it's a classroom with a locker in it, and he's inside the locker. Um, and he's talking to himself, and he's like, "I like it in here. It's quiet, and no one can bother me." Uh, but then the hero arrives, um, and we see like quotes across the screen. There's blood tastes like iron. There's hot blood flowing through his veins. Um, and then the hero fights. Is it like a Godzilla in this scene? Yeah, he fights some robots. Some is God, it a robot? Just, like, just some just bad stuff. Yeah. Kaiju. Just some kaiju stuff. Um, and then he pulls Smile out of the locker and metaphorically out of his slump. Ooh. Wow. Um, and then uh, Smile is telling the older dudes in the ping pong club where Peko is. Uh, because every time he's not there, they ask him. And he's like, he's probably at the dojo. If you want to go get him, I will draw you a map. Like, I am not in charge of him. And then they say they're going to beat him up. Um, And then the coach tells Smile not to play against Pekko anymore because he goes easy on him. And Smile is like, I I do? Do I? And then the coach is like, oh, so you you can't tell that you do that. And it's like, hmm. 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 Um, and then coach is like, all right, kid, you're going to start training with me at five in the morning every day. And he's like, I am not going to do that. And then the coach is like, well, I am the devoted husband type, so I'm willing to wait for you. Excuse excuse me? The coach is such a good character. Every character in this show is fucking amazing. (laughs) Um, and then uh, we're back at the dojo and Pekko is complaining about the amount of carbonation in his drink. He does this a lot, like throughout the whole throughout the whole s- series. He just like talks about snacks and stuff. He's very passionate about it. <laughs> we got a uh, seltzer snob over here. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and he asks Smile how practice was. And he's like, I bet you had to run a lot because I wasn't there. Ha ha ha. And Smile just keeps responding with, mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to quit ping pong. And Smile just says, mm-hmm. And he's like, well, like, come on. Like, tell me not to, kind of. Like, he doesn't say that. Um, but that's what that's obviously what he wants him to do. Um, and then Smile says, if you want to quit, go ahead. Like, don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do. And Pecco's just like, hmm, yeah. Um, and then Pecco asks how long until the championship qualifiers are. Uh, Smile says there's two months away. And then Pecco complains that there's no time for relaxing. Um, the next day, um, Coach is sitting with Pecco and uh, Smile in a classroom. And he is complaining to Smile about how he waited in the morning for four days in a row. And how come... Won't, won't, won't you come train with me? <laughs> um, please, a high schooler, please come to school early. Why won't you? Please. please. Isn't this thing that's super unimportant to you really important to you? <laughs> I also like It's how- important to me. Why isn't it important to you? <laughs> I also like that he says, like, when are you ever going to use English vocab in your life? That's stupid. You don't need that in the English vocab room with all the other students around them. Like... <laughs> super yeah. disruptive paul and i are pretty sure he is the english teacher because it's like why else would he be in there oh he also I, speaks a lot of english yeah okay i wasn't sure about that because i don't know maybe it's just me i had a gym teacher in high school that one time just came into my history class sat down with a plate of like chicken wings and just ate them while we watched like a history movie and then just left power move so <laughs> i just assume all Spoke gym teachers to no one I just assume all gym teachers and coaches are just super weird and just do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, he's so, I, yeah. And also is that he speaks a lot of English. Like I love all of his like thrown in English verbiage and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah. So, uh, smile says, uh, like ping pong and English vocab are the same to me. They're both just stuff to kill time until I die. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Smile mm, doesn't love uh, that. Mm hmm. Smile doesn't care about anything. He's very apathetic. Supposedly. Mm. Ooh. Um, and then, um, <laughs> it's a different time, and Pecco is asking Smile if he likes peanuts or caramel. And he's like, I like caramel. And then Pecco was like, Right? It's just common sense. Who likes peanuts? <laughs> um, and then Coach comes in and he sees Smile eating a hamburger. <laughs> Ah, and, and they see, he, oh my god, I forget who says it. <laughs> who says Baga? Uh, Pecco. Pecco. Ham, his hamburger? Hamburger. <laughs> he teaches them how to pronounce burger correctly. Can he also teach the whole Northeast how to pronounce it correctly? <laughs> <laughs> With just like the heaviest like R sound, it's so funny. Burger. Burger. Um, and then he's like, hey, smile. Well, Tsukimoto, that's his real name, not his nickname. He's like, hey, kid, you uh, can't eat that anymore. I'm going to make your meals every day from now on because you need to eat healthy. Um, and then uh, he shows him his lunch. It looks great. He made him a little bento. It's the love. Yep. And Pecco is like, man, that's love. And he's like, <laughs> yes, love. It's so weird. Yeah. And then he, he's like in the staff room and another teacher comes up to him and he's like hey you seem to be in a good mood and he's like spring has come for this old man <laughs> so weird uh, he's just in love with his best player I, mm, 
<laughs> this isn't Yuri on ice. <laughs> um, and uh, he like even will like he's leaving letters in um, Smiles Locker. <laughs> Little what love you, notes. What yeah. you thinking about? <laughs> um, and he's uh, he's really giving Smiles some like tough love in his training. He like yells at him constantly while they're training together. And uh, we see Pecco telling his, uh, like, the club mates, like, oh, Smile hates being yelled at. Like, this is not going to end well for the coach, essentially. <laughs> and I Smile's- mean, who does love being yelled at? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's some people, but very few. Yeah, yeah, I feel like especially with, like, sport teams, it's like sometimes the coaches just like that. Sometimes um, coaches are just assholes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Smile gets tired of it, and he just straight up leaves. He just walks out. Um, and Pecco goes with him, and they go for a walk. I feel like I feel like with a kid who just says, "I'm waiting to die." You can't motivate him much by yelling at him, of like no. threatening him. He's like, "I've already accepted <laughs> death at 16. What else can you do to me?" <laughs> Every subject is just me twiddling my thumbs, so I can find anything else to do with my time. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I am not tied to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while they're on their walk. Um, Smile talks about how everything makes him tired now. Being around people, um, even ping pong is getting complicated. Um, and it's just, uh, it kind of hits, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh boy, this he, child is depressed. <laughs> yeah, clearly just clinical depression. And he's like, yeah. huh, what? what is this emptiness? It's like, dude, get help! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk to anyone! Um... And they're uh, sitting and looking out into the sea. And Pecco is like, hey, you know, I think the coach is like training you in the right way that you like you need to be trained. And then Smile is like, OK, but like, I just want to have fun. Like, I don't care about winning. It's not important to me. Um, and then back at practice, we see a stranger. His name is Kazama. And he is from Kayo Academy. Large lad. Very large, very bald, uh-huh. very hairless. <laughs> no eyebrows. Zero eyebrows. All muscle. <laughs> Shaved him all um, for speed. <laughs> Might and everyone is whispering, being like, oh my god, he's like the best player around. Um, and he wants to observe. And Coach uh, asks him to go outside with him. And they go out and Coach is like, Smile isn't here. Like, I know that he's who you're here to see. Um, and Kazuma says he watched him play um, and he was very impressed. But he lost to someone named Sakama. Sakuma, sorry. Um, and uh, Sakuma actually goes to Kayo Academy now. <gasps> um, we find out later that Sakuma, Pekko, and Smile, they all trained at the same dojo. Um, and uh, the coach asks him what the chances are of Smile beating Kazuma. And Kazuma is like, none. I will beat this boy. Um, and then we see Pekko and Smile again. And Pekko is talking about how he wants to be the best ping pong player. Number one in the world. It's his dream. Losing is no fun. So he and Smile are very different uh, when it comes to ping pong. And Smile is just like, wow, what a cool line. I'll root for you. <laughs> Go team. And my note here is he just wants Pekko to win. He loves him so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, there's also a funny moment where they're like sitting on some steps and a woman is eating a sandwich and a bird flies down and takes it from her. Yeah, yeah. It does just like funny. Quick flash of like a sign saying like birds will steal your food, don't eat outside. Yeah. Um 
And Smile, we're, we're back with the, with the training. Smile asks Coach why he's trained differently. Coach says because he's different from everyone else. And they do a two-table training session. They set tables up next to each other, and uh, Coach is just hitting ping-pong balls uh, across both tables. And Smile falls down while he's going for a ball, and he gets really upset. And he's like, ugh, like, awards and trophies aren't worth all of this. And Coach says, uh, there are some views you can only see once you reach the top. Uh, but Smile doesn't care. He just wants to have a good time. <laughs> um, and then Coach challenges him to a match. And he says, if you win, you don't have to train with me anymore. If I win, you get to be my dog. Ruff, Borf. ruff. Borf, borf. Yep. So um, we, uh, we crossed off furry at this point, right? Oh, just the sure. amount of dog talk here. <laughs> <laughs> the literal barking. Um, and then people in the club are like, oh my gosh, like, does coach really expect to win against Smile? Like, he's really good. And then everyone was like, well, yeah, but so was coach back in the day. Like, he was like a world class ping pong player. Um, and they start playing, and coach is like really aggressive with Smile because he knows. That when people are aggressive with him, he gets scared and, like, upset. Um, anxious, essentially. <laughs> um, and uh, writing this made me emotional. He, um, essentially through this match, he wants to teach Smile not to accept defeat. Like, he has to feel the negative emotions of a loss and not feel indifferent. Because at this point, like, that's part of his issue, is that he's just not feeling anything. Um... And Coach is, like, really going at this game, and he's winning. Uh, and then Smile retreats back into the locker in his mind. Uh, but someone is coming. Uh, and Smile loses the first match. And then he chants, the hero appears three times, which is what he's supposed to do if he's ever in a bind. Um, and then Pecco is like, oh, Smile hasn't changed. He's still soft. Weak. Uh, weak. And then the second uh, game and the match starts and Coach is being aggressive and, like, goading him really, like, just constantly, like, constantly yelling shit at him. And Smile is getting more and more upset. And this, like, uh, <laughs> he, he is, like, thinking, like, why, why do people do this to me? Like, I don't get angry. I don't laugh. I'm just here. P people have nothing to make fun of me for, yet I'm constantly made fun of. I'm a neutral ball of clay, and I wish to be treated as such. <laughs> Look at this dumb clay. Look at this dumb round shape. No points at it at all. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, and this time when the locker opens, there's a robot. Because Smile is a robot. If that's what everybody calls him, then that's what he's going to be. Um, and he's kind of reached his breaking point, And he tells the coach to shut up. And he gets really aggressive with his playing. And while the game goes on, we see, like, they do a lot of, like, split-screen stuff in the show. And so in one part of the screen, we see the match going on. And then in another part of the screen, there's a flashback of Pekko teaching Smile how to hold a paddle while they're, when they were little. Um, and then Coach falls down, and he's dizzy. And Smile is like, are you going to get up? Do you, do you see a futon here? Damn. Um, and then the coach is like, okay, I'm, I'm getting back up. I'm getting back up. And then uh, the game goes on. And as Smile hits the winning return, he asks himself, can I be like you? Oh, my God. I love them. Um, and <laughs> there's a flashback of him asking Pecco when they were little kids if he can be like him. I'm going to cry. Ah, I love it. He wants to win. He wants to win. He wants to be like Pecco. So bad. Um, 
and Smile wins the match. And he's just like, well, I'm leaving. <laughs> Even though the teacher straight up fainted. <laughs> uh, just so, yeah. dead on the ground as far as he knows. Yep. It's going up against <laughs> so someone. That's episode uh, two. Going up against someone like 55 years younger than I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we pick up in episode three uh, with uh, Smile visiting Coach on his deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Old man's dead. Komodo goes to visit uh, the coach and uh, his wife is there. And he's like, oh, uh, you, do you want to come up? Do you want to visit? And he's like, uh, uh, no, I can't be a human with people and uh, runs away. <laughs> <laughs> no emotions. Thank you. I would rather die than eat dinner <laughs> with a friend. I mean, uh, if I just almost put a guy in a hospital and then his wife's like, yeah, come on out of dinner with just us. I'm like, I, I, no, I'm good. I'd I probably <laughs> back out of that too. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so we see Kazuma back at the rival elite school, uh, Kayo, mm -hmm. uh, and discussing how uh, one of these days he's going to recruit Smile and uh, get him on the team because he has so much potential. He's just wasting it at this peasant school for average children. Disgusting. Ugh, <laughs> if you're not a ping pong warrior, you might as well die. <laughs> the school also had a statue of a ping pong player outside the school, and I was like, yo, what? what is this? <laughs> hmm. Uh, so uh, we see uh, they are going to their first championship tournament, and... Uh, we see that uh, Smile is playing the the elite Chinese player, Wengi, in his third round. And uh, Peiko is uh, facing an old opponent, an old friend from uh, their childhood uh, dojo days. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but they're both grown up and they butt heads and they're like, I'm going to kick your ass. No, I'm going to kick your <laughs> ass. Uh, so they... Uh, okay, so... I need to say it, Wengi uh, is a... He's Zuko. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's just say no, it. We'll put it table. out there. He's Zuko. Yeah, his honor is uh, definitely on the line. It's on that table. Yeah, we <laughs> get his backstory, but uh, since since we're talking about him now, I we, we gotta say it. Yeah, he's, he's disgraced, kicked off the Chinese national team, and he's only welcome back if he can beat all of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so truly, uh, 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 you get your honor back when you uh, find the Avatar. Okay, cool. <laughs> Surprisingly, Perfect. also voiced by Dante Bosco. Weird. Whoa. Yeah, strange. I didn't know he knew Chinese. <laughs> and also has a coach that is uh, like hostile when he needs to be, but also very friendly. It's oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we see uh, uh, Wenge is like uh, all these pathetic excuses for ping pong players. I'm gonna be so bored here. Uh, but but as he's walking uh, walking through the crowd, he passes Smile, and he's like, "Ah, oh, the the glasses boy from the gym the other day. Hmm, maybe there there will be a challenge here." Ha 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 ha. I like how now Smile, you have my attention. <laughs> I like how Smile walks by and he's just like "ni hao," like "hello," and Wenke's like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" Like, <laughs> yeah, because he knew Smile knew he was looking for him, like because he wanted to challenge him that day at the gym, and he's like, "You yeah. motherfucker!" <laughs> Smile's a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
Kazuma uh, walks up to uh, Smile and their team. He's like, hey, mind if I uh, sit here and chat with the champ? And uh, he's he sits with them and they're talking about their strategies and uh, watching Lenge's first match. Uh, they're sort of going back and forth, like d- dissecting his play style, but also his backstory of being disgraced and needing to earn his honor back. Uh, and uh, Kazuma basically is like, hey, you're a good ping pong player, but... It fucking sucks that you always consider the opponent and you don't want to hurt their feelings, so you give up and don't try, so you don't hurt them, Peko. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> and he's like, you're doing no one any favors, and just very bluntly is like, that sucks for everyone. You're wasting everyone's time. Mm-hmm. And for one, Smile's like, ouch. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, after getting that uh, slap in the face... Uh, Smile goes and prepares for his first match, and he's talking to the coach. He's like, all right, uh, Wenge beat his first guy in ten minutes. I'll do it in five. Tell me how many points I need to win by. Fucking whatever. I don't care. I'm in robot mode. I'm going to kick. Th- I'm gonna wipe the floor with this guy. Mm-hmm. And we meet that fierce opponent, and it's just a very chill senior. He's like, I'm just here to have fun. I don't want to lose to a first year, but... Ah, well- <laughs> We'll take it nice and easy. And immediately he sees, oh, fuck, this guy's just has a cannon. <laughs> Let me. Uh. So he uh, absolutely destroys the senior. Uh, the senior just mentally checks out. He's like, in my mind, I'm at the beach. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just get it over with. This guy is like my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> like he comes back every once in a while. We just like okay. check in with this. Dan Avadan looking motherfucker. <laughs> I did enjoy- little story. I did enjoy where he's like, all right, I'll try. I'll give my best. And after like the third one, he's like, all right, I'm done. And like that's if I was that guy, I'd be the same place. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've uh, I've done uh, wrestling tournaments at things like this with like the same setup and like every once in a while uh you would step up and be like oh this guy is the same weight as me but all muscle instead of fat okay uh uh, good match (laughs) Uh, shake hands to start but Uh i know this will be 30 seconds Uh, (laughs) um but yeah so he just straight up clowns on him and he wins uh and after the victory he like loudly goes over and is like Oh, uh, yeah, I don't give a shit, because uh, basing your whole life on ping pong's fucking stupid. <laughs> just loudly says it in front of the Kaio team. And Kazuma's like, mm, interesting play. <laughs> I'm the best one here, and I fucking hate it. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> this is a dumb game for babies. <laughs> uh, so uh, we see uh, Wenge. He's... Uh, he was watching the match. Uh, uh, Smile like hid his like actual play style, so he's like, mm, "I'm still intrigued." He handily beat this guy, but didn't go with his like chopper style. I don't know ping pong logistics, <laughs> choppers, yeah. something. Choppers um, doctoring. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, he's playing healer position. <laughs> he's the white mage. Uh, 
So Wenge's like, okay, I gotta just beat this next guy, and then I'm then I'm up for a real challenge. And we see his opponent is just like a, a high school sweetheart. The uh, uh, the guy's about to oh, go yeah. out, and he's like, oh, I'm about to get my ass kicked by this uh, Chinese champion. And his girlfriend's like, no, sweetie, uh, the power of love will take us through it. <laughs> You you can stand up to him and just gets destroyed and she's like oh fuck oh, shit I'm so embarrassed <laughs> yikes <laughs> what's his phone number <laughs> he's a better ping pong player um so with that uh Wenge is uh up next to uh, face Smile so uh Smile before the match is talking with Peko uh, he's talking about uh the hero that will come to save him. And, uh, sort of goes into his, like, mental dynamic with that. Um, I'll be honest, went over my head a little bit. Some of his internal stuff, I feel like at this point, I was like, okay. Yeah, that's it all pretty kind to of... look at. I'm sure it will get, uh, fully spelled out later. Yeah, as this, as the series goes on, goes on, it becomes, uh, much more clear. Gotcha. But yeah, so basically he's like, mm, sometimes I gotta save myself. <laughs> uh, so we finally get to uh, Wenge's and Smile's match, uh, but Smile is just humming a little ditty, uh, just in the zone, it seems like. Uh, but uh, Wenge is like, all right, time to go to work. I finally have a challenge, but easily wins the first game. Mm-hmm. And is like, uh, but but he he was so good earlier. But uh, you were the one. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. <laughs> you were supposed to be the challenge. Uh, but after the first game, uh, smiles like mm, no biggie, no biggie, still humming, just in the zone, uh, and just goes on and destroys the next game because he th- basically threw the first match so he could get a read on Wenge and all of his moves. So he finally uh, has the move set. He's like, okay, I know how to beat you and goes into robot mode. Mm-hmm. I like that he th- sings his own theme song. Like he hums it to himself and <laughs> just reminded me of Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> Is he singing his own theme? Uh, but yeah, so uh, he's about to, he kicks his ass for round, or Smile kicks Wenge's ass in round two and go into the third match, uh, but he sees Wenge get berated by his coach because for the first time he's actually losing, so the dynamic of Wenge being like, nah, this is child's play, I don't need to actually try, and the coach being like, please take this seriously, they're paying you money to be here, <laughs> please, can you just try, where <laughs> my career is <laughs> riding on this too, please. Uh, and we finally actually see him in like, okay, coach, uh, okay, I, I'm yes, scrambling sir, yes. at this point. Um, and seeing him get berated, uh, smile, uh, oh, that damn empathy comes in. <laughs> Ooh, that, that terrible thing to have if you're in the high stakes world of ping pong. <laughs> and, and he throws the rest of the game. So mm-hmm. he's, he's out. And, uh, basically everyone can tell, <laughs> including Wenke. So he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't actually beat him. Oh shit! This kid took fucking pity on me. What the hell? <laughs> oh, he's a robot that calculates emotions into the equation. Terrifying. Uh, 
but yeah, and that's episode two. Then we start off with episode three, four, but you know, oh, three, the, the <laughs> second one, <laughs> the second one we watched. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's two in my heart, which makes it very confusing <laughs> when I discuss it with anyone else. Uh, so we open with episode four, and it, we see uh, Smile as a kid in the uh, dojo, uh, learning ping pong as a little kid, and another kid slaps him across the face, saying, uh, "You're falling for that spin shot." Uh, you know, you're blowing it. You're you're an idiot. You shouldn't have fallen for that. And then Pecco comes in, kind of defensive, being like, "Hey, lay off of him." And we find out the little the little shit with glasses that smacked him around is um uh oh god, where did, I wrote it down. Sukuma, uh, Sukuma? Sa- Sakuma. 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 Damn it. It's it matters because his nickname is Akuma, which means demon. So it's okay, because like, I yeah. wrote down Akuma for a lot of it, and then when I looked up the character's names, it was Sakuma, and I was like, I swear that's not what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what they call him. That makes more sense now. Uh, so it was a little flashback of the three of them when they were kids playing ping pong together. Uh, and then it cuts back to after the tournament. And the coach slaps Smile across the face, too. Because he's, he's just got that face you love to hit. Ooh. <laughs> so slappable, this high school boy, when you're an adult. Pop, 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 pop. Uh, and yeah, he slaps across the face saying, like, that's for losing the match. And, you know, losing a match like that's bad for everyone. It's bad for you. It's bad for your opponent. It's bad for everyone that's watching and got invested in it. Like, it was clear he threw it. And uh, he says, they kind of bicker a bit back and forth for a while. And he says, like, you know what? You either try to win or you quit. There, you, you got no other options. And Smile's like, all right, cool. I quit. See you. It's like, finally, <laughs> and out. <laughs> My freedom. Yeah, it's like, coach, he told you that like day one that he does not give a shit don't give him that option he'll take it any chance he gets uh but we see um off camera uh, pecco or not off camera but a little behind him uh pecco's uh walking away talking about winning and you know how winning is the best feeling for him and it's the only thing that matters so uh he can't relate to smile in that regard then we see lady uh tamara who was the lady who owns the dojo that they all played at when they were kids uh and she's kind of there giving coach crap Apparently they were old, I guess, either teammates or old rivals, and, like, they played together back in the day. Yeah. So she's kind of giving Coach crap of, like, you know that's not going to work on him. Like, you know berating him is not going to motivate him to be good at it anymore. So, like, slapping around and degrading him in front of everyone else is not helping anyone. And the coach is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, not wrong. <laughs> and then we cut to uh, Wenge. He's getting chewed out by his coach. Yeah, uh, kind of saying like, "Ah, oh, you gotta focus. You gotta get ready." And Wenge's realizing to himself, like, "Ah, oh, Smile lost on purpose." The coach is like, "Nah, you did good. You beat him. Like, you gotta keep that uh, momentum going for the next match because you got that coming up." And then, meanwhile, we see Pecco getting ready for uh, his match against uh, Sakuma, who's also at KO Academy, who I think is required that everyone shaves their heads because everyone's yeah. bald, mm-hmm. and that's weird. Bald. I don't. Do they ever talk about it? No. How do, I, how do you not talk do, about that? They do in episode three when they get to the tournament. They're like, "Oh, fucking Grom Dome's over there." Good. Well, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, they why they shave it. their heads? Yeah, because like, <laughs> it's aerodynamic, I guess. <laughs> yeah, good. truly for the speed. I. It's real bizarre. Like, it's yeah. become the ping pong ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I that's, I, that's become my one best with guess. The ball. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're all in like black uniforms and the whole team has shaved heads and it's just like, wow, that like, I don't know if it's intimidating, but it's definitely a look like, it's definitely, <laughs> sure. 
it suits some better than others, some being uh, Kazuma, God. and that's, like, <laughs> it. Yeah, everyone else is like, oh, that's weird. Because, yeah, they're still in high school. They're still, like, kids, except for Sakuma Kazuma. looks like a freak. Yeah, except for Kazuma, <laughs> who is a grown-ass adult. And, like, even some of the kids, like, other players are talking about him, like, yo, that dude's definitely 30. Like, <laughs> uh, I definitely knew some people in high school like that were like, oh, that's not a teacher. That's a student. My mistake. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, Pekka's getting ready for his match. And uh, I guess before match, they exchange paddles to make sure they're both official and, like, valid or just to get an idea of how the paddle's going to come into play. Um, that surprised me. I didn't think that would make up as much of a difference in ping pong, but yeah, I they like I, talk about they talk about the differences like between paddles and like the rubbers and stuff. Yeah, like a lot of detail about the rubbers and stuff, and I'm like, I I would not imagine in a thousand years that I, I'm sure it affected it, but I didn't think it would matter that much where you have to inspect the other player's paddle before a game. Mm. So I also know nothing about ping pong, so <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And, uh, yeah, Sakuma says uh, he's been looking forward to this rematch for years because back in the dojo, everyone looked up to Peko because he was the best around. And he always won, and they always had to follow behind him, and they were doing everything that he did. And uh, Peko always kind of gave him shit for learning about ping pong from a book instead of, like, actually playing. Like, uh, Sakuma tried to learn any way he could where Peko just kind of got it naturally and just learned from playing. So he always gave Sakuma more shit for that. And then... Uh, they start having their match, and uh, oh, before the match, uh, Sakamo surprised Peko's uh, paddle is the same he's always used, and uh, Sakamo comments like, "Oh yeah, it's the ping pong is always changing, it's always evolving. You have to keep up with it." So that's why he's got like the newest, I guess you know, I don't want to say high tech ping pong paddle because <laughs> that sounds insane, <laughs> but like the latest technique, I guess, or latest uh, style. Siri, hit ball. (laughs) (laughs) That just made me think of SpongeBob, where he has the spatula with port and starboard attachment. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a weird spatula. (laughs) Uh, So we see them having their match for a bit, and they're going back and forth for a good while. Uh, And Peko's kind of egging them on this whole time, like, come on, let's do a speed match like we used to do back in the day. Let's go. Like, let's let's get into this. And uh, the whole time, smiles there watching him as well, kind of judging him from the sidelines. And. Every time Peko launches, like, a fastball, uh, Sakuma keeps popping it way up and, like, launching it way over the table. Kind of like a lob shot where it's falling very gently and an easy shot to uh, hit back for Peko. And he just keeps doing this. And as he's doing it, he's getting further and further away from the table because Peko's hitting it so hard. He's getting so aggressive with the shots. And uh, as he's doing it, uh, Peko ends up winning the first uh, rounds. But we see Peko's exhausted and Sakuma's fine. Because he was just doing those easy returns while Peko was running around and putting all his effort into the shots. <laughs> so Sakamo's just draining his energy the whole time. This is how I found out I was getting into the show. Because when he was doing, like, on his second lob, I was like, he's tiring him out. He's tiring, he's tiring him, him out. You, you see the strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a simple strategy, Peko. Why don't you see it? How can you see it? And I, or how can I see it and you not see it? You idiot. And that's how you get invested. <laughs> blinded by nostalgia something we never do on this show no never, never. when are we watching digital again <laughs> paul's here i got someone to back me up this time yes <laughs> moving on and moving on uh so we see sakuma uh gets the ball and they like reset for the second match and sakuma is like perfectly fine and yeah Peko's just sweating like hell and winded and it's clear that sakuma's like 
the game's evolving. You gotta pay attention. It's just not... You can't be good when you're a child and be good forever. You have to evolve with it. But Pekka... Yeah, Pekka, Pekka was very much the uh, gifted child trope. Yeah, stunted growth because uh, he was good when he was little and thought he was the best. And uh, after that, we see the next two matches uh, with Sakuma just kind of kind of breezing through him and, you know, getting a lot of shots past Pekko that wouldn't have happened in the first round. But now that Pekko's all out of energy, it's a lot easier. And uh, Sakuma's very smug about it, which, I mean, to be fair, he read him like a book and knew what to do. So I guess he kind of deserves to be smug. It worked. <laughs> so he taught Pekko a lesson the hard way. And. Yeah, we see, yeah, like, uh, because Pekko had the natural talent from as a kid, Sakuma always had to work hard, so he always developed a strategy and technique every time, and that's what overcame raw talent. Uh, we see that trope a lot in <laughs> sports. So, and then uh, we see, yeah, Pekko's pissed after he loses. He gets very emotional anytime he loses. And it cuts to uh, the lady, Tamaru, uh, Tamaru talking to the coach about the old days and uh, seeing, you know, the bad habits, remembering all the bad habits they had back when they were players. and The coach kind of says, like, yeah, we're kind of seeing it again, all in these new players. Like, despite the stuff that changes over the years, the, you know, players are going to kind of revert to the same bad habits over and over again. And uh, the phrase, uh, people would tell smile, that's a bad habit to get into a lot. Like, mm-hmm. just with the first few episodes, I've we probably hear it, like, five or six times. So really enforcing, like, hey, don't, don't get set in your ways when playing a uh, sport. And then we see, uh, they talk about how talented Smile is, but he doesn't care about winning. And the coach talks about how he wants to show Smile the options he has if he wins. Like, just so he, just so he can see the options. He doesn't want to force him into any of them, but he just wants to show him that they're there. Uh, and Tamara calls him out being like, that's not it. That, you're bullshit. You know that's bullshit. Don't, don't give me that. Don't excuse your behavior. <laughs> and then we cut to, uh, Cosma in the bathroom doing some sort of weird pregame ritual. We don't really see what it is, but. Looks like the toilet paper was folded into a flower shape, I think. He likes, he, he just, he likes to be by himself before he plays. Okay. Uh, and then we uh, got the other players talking about how intense Kaio Academy is and how strict their team is, saying, like, if you lose, you know, if you don't get to, like, the third round of a tournament, you're automatically kicked off the team or something like that. So, real hardcore. The Cobra Kai of ping pong. <laughs> Cobra and- Kaio. <laughs> uh... And we get to the quarter final, quarter final match between Wenge and Kazuma. And it's like, ooh, shit's heating up. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the two elites that are Smile's rivals. So we get to see them play against each other. And Wenge's talking to his coach. And for once, he kind of seems nervous. Because, you know, he's beating down everyone else all the time. And now he's like, I, I, I only won against Smile because he lost on purpose. So if this guy's better than him, I'm, I'm in trouble. And then we see, uh, oh, lost my notes. Uh, then we see some uh, crazy sequences of them, like, uh, starting their first match and Cosmo hitting the ball back. And it just, every time he hits it back, it's going, like, faster and faster, turning into lightning. And eventually the lightning morphs into a dragon, which is apparently his nickname in ping pong, like, the dragon of Kaio yeah. Academy. Well, so, like, every character has, like, a thing that represents them. Mm-hmm. So, like, for Wang Ye, it's, the, it's a plane. And then for him, it's a dragon. Oh, okay. Peko and... Uh, and smile are a star and a moon, uh, and then Sakuma is is just a like a demon, little a little a little sneaky little shitty demon looking. <laughs> oh, he's like he's like um the little demon from uh, what's it called? Disenchanted? Is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that. Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, uh, oh so yeah. it's not like a big like satanic demon. Like aha, it's like a little sneaky imp. 
It's like an imp, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like that's like the symbolism of like the dragon and the airplane and stuff. They're like Yakuza members, but with ping pong. <laughs> like it's interesting to watch, and I can get how invested people can get in with ping pong, but it's like at the end of the day, it's still ping pong, and I'm like, this feels a little silly. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, so we see Wenge like freaking out as he's playing, uh, you know, reminding himself like he can't lose. He, he got kicked off the team in China. He, that's why he's in Japan. He can't go back so he's gotta do better and Kazuma just is not having it and we see different shots of Kazuma like morphing and changing um because we didn't really talk about it, but the animations well we talked about it at the very beginning but the animation style with this um really reminds me of like rotoscope but it's not mm-hmm. but it's it definitely has that feeling to it because yeah. the lines um we see a lot of animation a lot of stuff is either reused or in some shots anything that isn't crucial to the plot will stay, be stationary and not move, and the stuff that needs to move does. But this is the opposite, where every line moves, even if it's not necessary. So, like, there's this wiggle style, and it's a lot of detail. Like, we see every character's lips, and we see every character's nose, which we don't see in a lot of anime. And just, like, the loose line work of, like, Kazuma's body morphing in the battle, or in the uh, match against Wenge, um, really allows itself to highlight that motion with the characters mm-hmm. and with it constantly moving it allows them to be a lot more expressive with it rather than like grounded in reality of like he doesn't actually summon a lightning dragon but like the style really aids to that and uh yeah really reminded me of uh the heavy line work and the heavy shadows reminded me a lot of hellboy uh mm. and then it also reminded me very specifically of the Breaking the Habit music video by Linkin Park, which is <laughs> very specific, but it really reminded me of that. I, like, that's what got me in. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm into this show already, just by the style. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it really helps with a sports anime. Like, we talked about with Haikyuu, which is a very traditional anime style. I think this leads itself a lot better to showing the motion in motion, yeah. versus like a weird pseudo-stationary like still shot of motion. So, I really liked it. It's very unique, very cool. Yeah, lends itself very well to a sports uh, show. Uh, and then we see, uh, yeah, Wenge's freaking out, and uh, every time he tries to come back, Cosmo just keeps shooting him down over and over and over. And uh, in the end, Cosmo wins, which isn't too surprising, because he lost a smile. So, uh, And then we see uh, Cosmo ends up fighting, uh, uh, facing against, uh, uh, losing the names, losing the names, Sakuma? In the quarter, or, yeah, in the semifinals. Mm. And then we see, uh, we don't see the matches, but we just see the two people that are playing in each match for, like, the other semifinal matches and then the, uh, the final matches. And we end up seeing, like, every one of the top five players, the, you know, winner, and then the semifinals and the quarterfinals, they were all Kaio Academy students. Yep. So they were all playing against themselves, but they're all on the same team. So they're, it's not just Kazuma who's good or Sakuma who's good. Like, the whole team is good. And got mm-hmm. to the top. So, shit's legit. <laughs> and then we cut back to the, uh, cut to the beach. Uh, was this the beach with Wenge and his coach? Or was this just like a park? Oh, they were just sitting outside. They are like, just sitting the outside. Arena. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the dirt was either like yellow or it was like sandy. So I wasn't sure. And then we got, you know, the cutaway of that one guy at the beach earlier. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just Wenge sitting on the uh, bench with his coach and he's looking at a locket that his mom gave him of him when he was a little kid I guess winning his first ping pong tournament with a medal or something and uh, he said he's always had it you know his mom gave it to him when he moved away and the coach was like oh when's you move away from your mom he's like oh when I was eight I got on the provisional team I was like shit 
yeah. delivering away from her parents. Like he's he said her, his mom would bring him snacks on the weekends and stuff, so he'd still see her. But like he was living in like some sort of dormitory or something at eight years old. Like yeah, that's brutal. He, like like you think a character is like a bad guy, quote unquote, but then like you you get to know like every single one of these characters, mm-hmm. and there's always something like this where you're just like, oh, ouch. Oh, God. Yeah, there's rarely a character who's just a deplorable asshole for the sake of being a deplorable asshole. Like, usually everyone's got some sort of origin or history that, you know, that mm-hmm. molded them into that player they are. Yeah. So. Like I said, this character Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> and then his sister comes out and she starts shooting lightning ping pong balls. Um, <laughs> and his coach tells Wenge, he's like, ah, nah, that's okay. Your life's beginning now. Like, you're just starting. He's like, what are you talking about? I lost, like, the tournament. I'm, like, I kicked out of the Chinese national team. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, ping pong's done. Like, table tennis is done. But your life is starting now. Basically saying, like, it's not everything. You, mm-hmm. You're very young. You're in high school. Yeah, you, you're still a minor. So yeah. <laughs> maybe don't have your life figured out yet. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see after the tournament, Cosmo pulls Smile aside to talk to him a bit before leaving. And he's kind of saying, like, ah, God, like, these these teammates are useless. Like, if they can't get all the way, like, you know, what what's the point of having the teammates if they aren't going to challenge you and stuff? He's like, you know what that's like, right, Smile? And he's like, here, come to Kaio Academy. We got state-of-the-art equipment. The school was founded by a ping-pong star, thus the statue. And then, <laughs> like, they got all of the best technology, like, high-grade rubber that you can pick for each of your paddles that can be customized to you, and there's scientists there to study the airflow and your personal... Like, so much fucking detail. Like, bigger than professional yeah. sports teams. Like, it's... For someone who insane. actually cares, it would be great. But this is Smile. <laughs> this is Smile. About. He does not care. Uh, so yeah, he's like, oh, why don't you come to Kyo Academy? He's like, nah. See you next time. And just like, like very dismissive like he's like i tuned out the second you start talking about your school like i did not pay attention to any of that you said ping pong and i stopped listening (laughs) i shut down um and then we see uh yeah it it was really weird seeing all the stuff kyo academy had especially with everyone in the matching tracksuits and the shaved heads and i was like this is some like underground science experiment shit like you would find in a vault and fall out, like, in just a thousand <laughs> ping pong paddles everywhere. Like, what happened They're here? all clones. You, like, it feels like it, because they're all shaved heads and they all look the same. So it's like, this is <laughs> Gary weird. Gary loves ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> so it just, like, really threw me off. Um, and then we see the Kaio Academy coach kind of berating everyone, just like, hey, five of our guys got the top position in the tournament. That's not good enough. You all have to win. It's like, what? Like, well, we can't. That's literally that's impossible. I don't know why he was so mad. I was like, I, I think they all did the best. Like, that we saw, they all did the best. So I don't know yeah. why he's so upset. Uh, and then we see, um, throughout this whole episode, we saw, um, it was clearly a woman in, like, a big trench coat and, like, a, a big hat and sunglasses trying to hide her identity while she's watching the game. And Kazuma noticed her the whole time. Uh, and when the coach is berating everyone, we see a woman with red hair fly up in a Corvette. And she doesn't even say anything. She just shows up. And then uh, Kazuma walks over. And the coach is like, ah, yes, my daughter. And, like, gives the whole exposition <laughs> for her. But she never talks. Um, but, yeah, so Kazuma rides off with her like, back from the champion. Or from, the, yeah, the tournament. And uh, she's the coach's daughter. But then the, she's cousins with Kazuma. Mm-hmm. And then 
Yeah, there was, like, a, then, like, her dad's the president, or, like, they're related to the president. Like, I kind of got lost here with the her, relationship. Her, her dad is a coach, right? Yeah. So her dad is that guy, the coach, yeah. and then she is also somehow related to the president of the academy? He's, uh, he's her grandfather. Yeah. Okay, so he, the coach is the grand, uh, is the uh, president of the academy's son. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, and, yeah, he's, like, you know, Cosmo will get a ride with her, their cousins, and then some of the teammates were like, I don't know about that. I was like, all right, that technically incest is getting questionable. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like the anime, like, oh, we're cousins, wink, wink, or like, oh, we're family friends, but we just call each other, like, because this is... They're literally cousins. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, we'll hmm. see where that goes. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so he rides off, and then the coach starts parading the, you know, other teammates being like, all right, when we get back here doing drills and all this other shit. Um, and then we see, uh, Smile heads home, and then we see Pecco sitting on the steps of the tournament, crying, as he does, because he's lost. <laughs> Having a little silent cry. Yeah. And that's episode four. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how are we feeling about Ping Pong the Animation? <laughs> I are hated there? it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, I was scared seeing the art style at first. <laughs> I was like, hmm, uh, are, is this ugly to be ugly? But, like, once we saw the, like, images in motion, and uh, we didn't really touch on it, but the opening is a true bop. Yes. Oh, yeah. As soon as I started watching it, like, I was like, oh, Dugan is gonna like this opening. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like a cool, like pop punky kind of feel. Yeah, yeah it reminded it, me of like Tony Hawk video. Game. Like I'd hear that yeah. in a Tony Hawk game. Yeah, it was just like very uh, uh, like raw punk, uh, uh, but singing about ping pong. So <laughs> uh, it it like the visuals definitely worked once I saw it in motion, and not just mm-hmm. ooh, still images aren't that fun to look at, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is definitely fun. I'm I'm interested because I thought well, since I saw the Zuko comparison, I was like <laughs> I'm sure they'll be friends at some point, but them to immediately go, so fuck ping pong. What do you what do you want to do with your life? Let's <laughs> We're in a different country. We can explore who we are. That's, that sounds great. I was like, "Oh, interesting. Okay, let's yeah. see." But yeah, I I like this. Yay, yeah. yeah. This it's definitely like it's it's a sports anime about ping pong, but also ping pong is just the vessel for like really cool like coming of age stories. Well that's like all sports animes. It's it's you can get to the nitty gritty about techniques and uh different uh movesets and stuff within the sports itself, but it was always it's always a metaphor for like the growth of the characters and stuff um that we see yeah. we get attached to. Yeah, this I think uh, this gets to be a, about a little about ping pong a little less as it goes on. Oh, okay. It like changes up a little bit. It feels different. Um, it becomes yeah. something else. Yeah, it's not just uh, <laughs> it doesn't get smile. It gets really down a dark path and starts cutting up rubber uh, from the paddles and storing it in a back <laughs> alley or something. <laughs> I also think that's what's good about this anime too is it's only eleven episodes, mm-hmm. so like you can actually just. I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying you should. But you can. But you can watch it just in like one sitting, which I I, I tend to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, we've made the. Just, compar- Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's it's it's. I feel like it's like the perfect size for what like the whole story. Like it doesn't feel too long. It doesn't feel too short. 
Yeah, we've made the comparison port four with High Q, and I know uh, one, like season three of High Q is like I think eleven or twelve episodes, and that's one volleyball match. <laughs> so like, <laughs> uh, ping pong is definitely like we we got a story to tell. We're gonna you know we're not just gonna sit on it and milk the one match for you know ever. Yeah, so good to see. Yeah, um, I will never do this again, but I will like beg you guys to keep watching this. I know Brendan probably will, but do get. <laughs> Who cares about I want him, you to do finish it. this show so bad. You are literally over a third of the way through. <laughs> that hasn't stopped me before. That, that means nothing to him. <laughs> but like the, like this is, I keep talking about how good it is. And now you know, it's a really good show. So I'll say another thing. Episode five has like some of the best voice acting I've ever heard in an anime. Uh-huh. Like there's there's just a moment where the first time I saw it, it just struck me where I was like, holy shit, <laughs> like this doesn't feel like an anime, like it feels like a real kid. You know what I mean? Interesting. So, yeah, I I mean, the voice acting is really good in this show anyway, and it feels but that's like it feels very naturalistic as opposed to other anime in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I think that's reflected in the acting. It's not stiff of like, ah, oh, smile, the protagonist. Welcome to the Tournament of Champ. Like, not re- very rehearsed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I love this show. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I also got a lot of Animatrix vibes from the style. The style's, yeah, it's, like I said, I, I very much enjoy the style, like, even though it is what one would consider ugly. <laughs> um, but it's also, uh, I see a lot of people also on Twitter will grab, like, smear frames from a show. I mean, like, look how ugly this art is. Yeah, it's a fucking smear frame. It's animation. <laughs> it's not supposed to be screenshotted like that. <laughs> so, it, it, like Dugan said, it is... You have to see it in motion to really appreciate the style and why they chose it. Yeah. Like, wait until you get to a, like, high-intensity dramatic match rather than, like, oh, they're walking upstairs and it looks a little janky. It, it's like, no, just w- wait until it's in its element. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Give it time to grow. Don't judge it by the first three episodes. Uh oh, that's oh no. Show. Oh no. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, but thank well, you for, for sharing your your shows, your favorite I love, shows. I love sharing my ping pong, <laughs> my tiny little balls. Your tiny little balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we can title it Paul's tiny little balls, but like, <laughs> could we try for a title? I don't know about, Ooh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, so, next week. Yeah, I, what, what do we have going on? I feel like I chose a rough one with Bleach earlier. Oh, I thought you were saying, all right, I'm gearing up. It's going to be Here rough. We go. It's Bleach 2. No. Um, <laughs> and then we had the unexpected, the sleeper hit that everyone loved, Bakuno. <laughs> So I feel like we could kind of use a wind down. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I knew ping pong was going to be a good one, but I, it was also going to be higher energy. So I figured next week we can get a wind down. Very simple. Countryside about a glass blower and his dog. The caveat is the dog is the protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yes. So we're going to be watching the first three episodes of lovely Mooku. There's like 11 U's in the name, so you have to say it like that. I feel like this is the anime we've been waiting for. <laughs> the it's hero a little, we've needed. It's a little Shiba Inu that's just exploring a mountainside with her owner. It's We say the hero appears three times. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> the hero appears. Finally. It's a dog. <laughs> 
Well, listener, if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is arewetheryet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, arewetheryet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do. And we also stream on Twitch sometimes at AB, uh, ABT uh, Silence. I don't know. You, do can you, check, <laughs> you can check that out if you want. You don't have to. It's not that big of a deal. Baka. What's your social media, Paul? And you can find the ping pong Blu-ray at Amazon.com. <laughs> you too can be a ping pong stand. You too can be like me, a winner. <laughs> Watching ping pong twice a year. Is that all you wanted? That's all I care about. <laughs> Perfect. Great. It's the only thing me, that matters. Your partner sitting right here. That's fine. <laughs> Just kidding. I care about. I understand. I understand his love for ping pong. <laughs> You share ping. You share Paul with ping pong. It's not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love ping pong more than anybody else. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's a quote from the show. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Camille Ruli for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. We're going to go watch ping pong again now. Bye. 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 Bye.